A reading from Romans chapter 5. Therefore, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have obtained access to this grace in which we stand. And we boast in our hope of sharing the glory of God. And not only that, but we also boast in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not disappoint us, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. The word of the Lord. Good morning. Hey, I want to I share with you Eddie. Did you see Eddie's shirt? His first Father's Day today. And so I'm excited about that. And so, hey, I want to tell you, uh, uh, it's funny looking at 20 years here that I've grown a lot. I've been through a lot. You've put me through a lot. But and if you notice that picture of me, I had a pager. That's, that's, how, that's when you know it's old, when you have a pager. And so it's going to be a good day today. Uh, we're going to have an interesting service today. And there's a lot of movements that are going to happen today. I have to take different roles and different things. And so, so <laughs> when I had this idea about over a month ago, I said, oh, this would be good. And this morning I'm going, oh, man, this is, is going to be hard. And so uh, let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for just being you. And we thank you so much for your grace. We pray, Lord, that you will fill us with your Holy Spirit. Be with us as we go through this journey together of life. The joys, the sorrows, the happiness, the sadness. It's just life sometimes. But we just thank you, Lord, for just being part of our, going through our lives with us. That you can give an inner peace that passes all understanding. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, Amen. Hey, I want to wish you guys a happy Father's Day. And... I'm preaching a sermon. Here's your card. You know, I purposely did not open this card. Now, let me open, let me introduce you to my daughter. This is my daughter, Faith. Hi. Now, Faith is very interesting because Faith has her dad's humor. And what's very fascinating to me is that we go out for Mother's Day, we buy Mother's Day stuff. Faith spends 40 minutes looking for this perfect Mother's Day card. And it's great. And she gets her gift card from, from massages, and she gets her flowers, and she has this really wonderful time with Mother. With Dad, it's a whole nother story. Last year, do you remember your card last year? <laughs> yeah. Last year, she gave me a card that said, Happy Farter's Day. <laughs> and it said, Happy Farter's Day, Oh, I meant father. Remember that? And I opened it and said, world's best at both. <laughs> you think that's cute? I was hoping for a card that would be so special and so anointing. But anyway, I decided to talk to Faith, and Faith and I decided, you know what, we're going to make this a good Father's Day. And so I asked Faith if she could pick three people, three of people that she would like to share about their fathers. Now, this is unbeknownst. The fathers don't know this. And so, so we're going to call the child up or the adult up. And when they come up, I want you to give them applause and clap. 
And, and if you know who their father is, look at the father. Because they're shocked. They will sit down, and their daughter or son will share about them. And so it'll be an interesting service together. We're doing it together. We're excited about this. And so anyway, and the thing is, you and I, you know, it's interesting. I forgot to tell you this. She always gives me a gift card from that 23 and over store. You mean Forever 21? <laughs> you know, the thing is, when she gives me these gift cards Forever 21, it means, can you bring me shopping? So on Father's Day, I buy my daughter gifts, which I love to death. But we can't do it today because we're going over to the Babri's house. Oh, really? Remember can Dave and I, Father's Day together. We always hang out together. Can I go with Jackie? You want to ride with Jackie? Yeah. Okay, go get Jackie. Okay. Let's see. Go somewhere over there. And then, and then see, because every time you and Jackie get together, you always mess up. Okay. okay. Come on. All right, Jackie. <laughs> you know, every time you guys get together, you remember Zion National Park? You guys were nuts when we went, went there. And so, and then what happens? that David gets mad at both of you, Jennifer gets mad at both of you, Sylvia gets mad at both of you, and then I think it's funny, and then they get mad at me. <laughs> so anyway, introduce yourself. Let me get the mic, sorry. Let me get the mic, and I want you to call your dad, uh, whoever your dad is. <laughs> okay? Hello, Dad. Okay. All right, introduce yourself, and then call your dad. Uh, my name is Jackie. Right. Um, and my dad is... Over there. And what's your dad's name? David. David, come forward. <laughs> now, look, this is interesting because when I asked Sylvia, she goes, You know, David doesn't like surprises. And I go, Oh, I forgot about that. She goes, No, no, still do it. It'll be good. <laughs> so, uh, one thing I've noticed David and uh, the whole family, what we do is we've been to Pismo Beach together, we've been to Yosemite together, we've been to Zion National Park. So I've, we've got to see the family inter work together, interact together, thank you. And I've noticed that Jackie really has a powerful relationship with her dad. She's always holding him, and it's neat, you don't hold me. <laughs> and and so, so interesting, I want you to share what you wrote about your dad. Well, and the reason I'm doing this is children don't do this really with their parents because it's awkward. So I think it's good that, that Jackie shares exactly how she feels about her dad. Go ahead. Well, um, this is how like everybody in my family kind of feels about my dad. My sister personally loves how my dad gives a second chances. So like it... So it makes, like, so we can do it the right way. <laughs> okay. I guess. And she also loves his funny analogies, so, like, which is his way of explaining <laughs> how um, to do things for us. And also, my sister loves how he tries to make everything as fair as possible and that he's just, like, even the smallest things, he loves to make it fair. And me, I love playing sports with my dad. Like, we played um we did a tennis thing together, and that was really fun. And I love watching sports with my dad because um, we watch basketball games and football games and all these things, and it's just so awesome. 
I love going on when my dad comes to school field trips with me because he um, loves to participate in my um, activities and he'll um, volunteer as a parent volunteer for my field trips and I'm just glad that I have someone there too. And uh, another thing that I'm glad that I have that my dad does for me is he has very high expectations for me, which is, makes me happy because like he wants me to succeed and he believes that I can. Um, and for my brother, he doesn't always love, but he does appreciate the advice. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, the best line. Doesn't appreciate, but loves. Okay, or loves, but doesn't. doesn't okay. <laughs> but, um, he also loves my dad's awesome humor. He loves the hilarious jokes my dad makes, the silly little games just to make us laugh. And I really appreciate that too. And he lo he also appreciates the life lessons. Like my dad tries to like get us to understand a lot of things, and he doesn't just throw it at us. He wants us to understand it. And things that we all love about my dad is he takes us on a lot of trips. Like we go to Disneyland, which. People say you get too old for Disneyland, but you never do. And, um, it's like he just takes us on so many fun trips, and we go to Big Bear, and just all these trips that like he's imagined like going to with his kids when he was young, like he, he does them, and I just am so grateful for that. And another thing we all love about our dad is that he like he loves us no matter what, and like I guess that's like it's pretty awesome. And um, he supports us in like. Everything, like for all of us, we all play tennis. We're a tennis family, and we, um, we, we, he comes to every single one of our tennis matches. My sister has a tennis tournament today, and he's going to it. <laughs> and she had one yesterday, and he went to it. He goes to like everything, and I, I love to perform. He comes to all my shows and all of my um, performances, and I don't think there's one that he's missed. Like, and I've had like over a thousand, so. <laughs> Your dad looked at you and said, a little exaggeration. <laughs> but um, another thing, this is a very big one, is that he spends time with us. Like earlier today, um, my dad was like, the best gift you can give to anybody is time. And I'm just so, like, he gave everybody in our family that gift because he always spends time with us and he always finds ways to. And it's awesome. And he also takes care of us. Like, he doesn't just like spend time with us because he's our dad. He, like, I mean, he wants to and he takes care of us. And it's like, just, yeah. And he also wants what's best for us. Like, he's not just like throwing us at things and just like, go do it. He's like putting us in things because he wants us to try new things and he wants us to succeed. And I'm just so all right, thank you. Thank you so much. Can we take a picture? Um, we want a group picture together because we're going to hang out today. So we'll over Dana, we'll smile at Dana. So uh, two good friends with the daughters, and we're going to have game night tonight. And so, go ahead. All right, thank you. Do the great job. Thank you. Okay. Well, that was fun. Okay. Hey, I'm off tomorrow. What do you want to do?
Oh, do you remember we went to Cesar Chavez that one time? Oh, yeah, Cesar Chavez. I have a picture up there. And so we went to Cesar Chavez. I remember that. That was fun. Yeah. You're just like your mother. She's so smart. You love history. If you were like me, you would be going to Chuck E. Cheese, you know, and smiling and all that stuff. That was fun. So your mom and I are off tomorrow. Okay. And how about this? Who would you like to invite? We should invite Elsa and her cousin Becca this Becca, time. Becca, because you, you're not really into Serena, no. are you? And so, okay, so, so what we'll do is why don't you, you know, the thing is, let me ask you this. Be honest with me, as your dad. Do you have a potty mouth? No, I you don't. You don't cuss? No. Because Elsa does. Because <laughs> you, you hang around Elsa and, I mean, she just <laughs> like this. So let, let me talk to Elsa first to see if she can control her mouth, and then we'll have Becca, you, and Mom and I go. So go get Elsa. Okay. Elsa. <laughs> All right. Elsa. Elsa works for the church, too. Hey, Elsa, look, let me just ask you a question before. Okay. Where'd you get your potty mouth? Uh, wait, wait. <laughs> Came to my house 
and apparently they took my dad. Mm. Um, I remember being scared because my mom looked through the house for him. Right. And I didn't know where he was. Mm -hmm. And I was scared that I wasn't going to see him again. Right. So, um, the first thing he did though when he came through the door was crack a joke. <laughs> that helped me a little bit. But another time, I know you guys all recently know, he had a heart attack. And it was at a church picnic. <laughs> <laughs> it is my fault. We had bubble soccer, and we were in bubble soccer. I didn't know you bubble soccer, and you had a heart attack in the bubble. No. No. <laughs> okay. Um, but for three days, my dad was saying that he was tired or that he didn't feel well. Right. So like one day in the middle of the night, he goes, I'm going to, he tells my mom, me and my sister were asleep, and he goes, I'm going to go to the doctor just to see what's up. Right. And he comes, uh, my mom wakes me up frantically saying like, oh, my dad's having a heart attack and that we need to go see him like right away. So we go to the hospital and the nurses are telling us, this is all they're telling us. They're telling us, oh, he's on the seventh floor and he's in a procedure. Uh -huh. so that's all we're getting. We don't know anything else. And so I knew it was serious as well. It's always my mom. This is how I know it's serious, but she <laughs> freaks out. She has a panic attack. Right. And um, she's, every time someone would call her, she would hand me the phone. I, I would take care of it, but it was just like, I don't know what's happening to my dad. And then the doctor comes out and says, are you the family of Mr. Salazar? And we go in, and then I, we don't know anything, and they're like, oh, well, I just want to let you know, he did have a major heart attack. Um, you need to be aware of this. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, he just sent us back into the lobby. So my mom, my sister, and I were crying, and then we hear nurses laughing. And we see him pushing my dad down the stretcher, and he's cracking a joke with them. And then the first thing he says to us is, oh, hey, guys, like, nothing happened. <laughs> so I was happy about that. I was happy my dad's, like, doing well. And then I always pester him because, like, he's not allowed to eat red meats and a lot of sweets. So now I, like, pester him and say, hey, dad, you can't have that. You can't have that. And my dad, one line that stuck out to me, and he said this was, Elsa, I'm not here for a long time. I'm just here to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's comforting for a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so happy Father's Day, Dad. I love you. All right, good. Thank you. Let's, let's get a group picture. Hey. No, over here. We're going to get a group picture. Okay. He didn't kiss me like that. No. That's later. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you heard that. You heard what he said. Thank you so much. You say that was fun. This is fun. You know, it is fun. I enjoy it. Now, my daughter and I, what we do is we enjoy watching Ellen. And I was like, when somebody walks in the door and surprises. And so we don't have a curtain. So why don't we try it? We have no idea who's out there. Well, you picked the person, I have no idea. So why don't you open the door okay. and just bring whoever's in there and hopefully they're, they're standing there. <laughs> and if they're not standing there, we have problems. Hi. <laughs> Okay, sit right there. 
Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. We gotta stick to the protocol. Now, Eden flew in last night from Seattle to surprise her dad. So, introduce yourself, and then your dad is going, I wanna come out, I wanna come out. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Hi, um, I'm Eden. Brooks, perfect, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come on, Brooke. <laughs> you know, you, you need to hold it. Can I, is this, is this protocol? <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? He said he expected somebody completely different to come out of Because <laughs> he's the one that helped me put the service together. Yeah, I know. No, I was, I, I was, I've been lying to Brooke all the time, all the time. And I've been saying, uh, I was telling him it was going to be Al Johnson and Lillian and, and their dog. So then, anyway. So anyway, I, I kind of want to do a, a little interview with you. And I think it's important. Now the thing is, Eden is really into justice. And uh, her dad sent me a picture of her at a, Ice against ice. She was she was at a protest against um, the separation of children, um, and so she's a hardcore into uh, that. So I want to ask you a question. One of the values that you love about your dad that you decided that's an that's a value that I have as well. Um. I was thinking about this question, it's kind of hard because I feel like there's a lot of values that I could choose from. Well, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> but um, um, I think the most important one is that I've always been able to have like open conversations with my dad, uh -huh. um, and he's a really good conversationalist, I guess, uh -huh. which a lot of people might not know that because you're kind of quiet. <laughs> I'm also kind of quiet, so. Um, but just really good at listening and very good at having just open, deep discussions where you're coming from a place of love and caring about the other mm -hmm. person despite okay. maybe having different opinions. Right. So I, that's something that I strongly value and try to replicate, I right. guess. And, and, I know, and I know about your dad because I worked with your dad for a few years. You do? Yeah, I did. I did. He's fired. But anyway, no, he, no, he would love to be fired. Um, but but the thing is, one thing that your dad was telling me too, that you your values have helped him establish his values too, and and so so because he wrote this great little blog thing, and he had, he told me he goes, I did this because of my daughter. I did this. It was a, a woman's room reproductive rights and stuff like this. And so, anyway, anything else? You, you said you got a card from your dad. Did you want to read it to him? I can read it to you. Okay, let him read it to you. Okay. Can you read it? No, you... <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know it was like a reading thing, so I was like, I'm going to seal this card up and give it to says, I'm more than just a tad proud to be your kid. Happy Father's Day. Um, but I wrote, 
not only proud to be your kid, I'm also proud of you all the time. It's weird to be the kid and be proud of the parent, but you've grown and changed so much as a person. Um, all the while being open-minded and loving. That is truly something to be proud of. And then I put, love your favorite child. I like this one too. <laughs> <laughs> this is difficult. Okay, let's do a group picture, if you guys don't mind. Sorry, Brooke, for lying to you. <laughs> I know, it is a sin. All right, thank you. You can sit down, too. Okay. Hi, Grandpa. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. <laughs> you can sit there. You can sit with your dad. No, I can't. Yeah. I'm permissive. You're permissive. You're allowed to sit with your dad. Anyway, I enjoyed that. I don't know about you guys enjoyed that. But one of the things I wanted to share with you, just in a, in a few moments, it would be great to offer the sermon board, to continue the sermon board. It would be great to say, you know what, uh, Faith and I are going to the Bobrie's house for dinner, and all of a sudden after dinner, we're going to tomorrow, we're going to the Museum of Tolerance to hang out with Elsa, and then we're going to tw uh, Forever 21 to enjoy buying clothes for my daughter. But you know what? The fact is, she's not my daughter. I don't have a daughter. Her name is Becca Grace Ramirez. In fact, she's from Paso Robles, and she comes down here and visits her aunt and uncle frequently. I first met her when she was three, but I picked her for one reason. We have something in common. We both were pastor's kids. We both have complicated relationships with our dad, and we both grew up in the church. And so what's interesting to me and fascinating to me, that when, when we look at this and when we enjoy this, the truth is Father's Day is not perfect. I don't have the perfect dad, and nor would I be the perfect dad. We all have difficulties realizing this. You know, sometimes we live in a fantasy where what it would be like to have children if we don't have children. What would it be like to be married if we're not married? What would it be like to do this? But the thing is, we have this what's called unrealistic expectations with families sometimes. The unrealistic expectations are like the Hallmark movies. This is how a marriage should be. This is how Father's Day should be. This is how Mother's Day should be. And I've noticed the hardest time to give people grace is our closest family, isn't it? It's really hard. It's really hard to do that. And so today is what we call Trinity Sunday. And I want you to look on the screen. On Trinity Sunday, we celebrate the perfect relationship between God the Father and the Son, Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit is perfect love that flows between the Father and Son, which makes them one. We are invited to stand in that flow of love between the Father and the Son by surrounding our imperfections and unrealistic expectation. In that love from the Holy Spirit, there's more than enough grace to make up and for what is missing because of our human fallings and our shortcomings. Our New Testament reading today, and I love it because Paul's my man. I love the book of Romans. He says this, Therefore, since we are justified by faith, we have peace in God 
through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have obtained access to the grace which we stand. See, the problem is, we all fall short of the glory of God, don't we? We all have sin in our lives. I'm telling you right now, if I was a father, I would have to confess a lot of things. I'm not perfect. I'm not the perfect son. That's a problem. And so we all fall short. Look at the screen. But we are not made right by how good we are or how good as a parent we are or a child we are. We are made right by putting our faith in the perfect relationship that exists in our trinity. It is when we move away from our unrealistic human expectation for ourselves and others and go back to standing in the love of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We find ourselves standing in grace. There is enough grace in the space to more than make up for the ways we fall short. Here's the thing. When I stand in grace, this is where the restoration helps. This is where the healing happens. You'll learn this if you take grace track when you embrace the grace. But what happens, I move from grace at times, and I go into a space called judgment. I go into a space called expectations. And what ifs, and kind of entitlement. And I notice when I'm in the space of judgment, I don't have joy in my life. I don't have happiness in my life. But when I go into the space of grace, this is through the trinity of the Holy Spirit and God the Father, that grace changes my heart. Grace doesn't make me, whoa, I should have had this or a child of this. This makes me where I can celebrate other fathers that have these great relationships with their daughters and sons. That's what makes it so powerful. And so back on the screen, and not only that, but also both of our suffering. And the New Testament passage here that, yes, Jesus said there will be suffering. There will be disappointment in lives. And not only that, but we also boast in our suffering, knowing that suffering produces endurance. And endurance produces character, and character produces what? Hope. And hope does not disappoint us, because God's loves have been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. That has been given to us. And so when you're going through difficulties, understand the foundation and soil that you and I have at that moment has incredible ways of producing this hope in our lives. And it's usually hope in him. Back on the screen. So we can't change others to get them to meet our expectations. All we can do is keep going back and stand in the place of grace. It is often hard and requires endurance to keep going back. But the more we stand in God's grace, the more God is able to shape our character. And as, and as we are being changed, we begin to have hope because we begin to experience through the Holy Spirit the perfect love and relationship which exists between God the Father and Jesus the Son. I want Becca to come up here one more time and, and sit with me. And this is very interesting because even if we're children, even if we're adults, even if we don't have this perfect relationship, that I don't have a daughter, that both of us in our real lives, that we're sitting in grace, that Becca's learning grace, that she can see through that filter to her father, 
that I can embrace the grace, the same thing about the Lord Father. So do you mind if we just stand up and then we'll just close in prayer? And um, Becca, thank you so much for playing my daughter. You're welcome. It was beautiful. And she did a good job. And so let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you so much for Becca. We thank you for the joy that she brings to her family. We pray, Lord, today, whether it's a great day for these fathers that just had their daughters to share these incredible stories. But we also want to pray for the ones that don't have the stories today. We just pray, Lord, that on this Father's Day that you are our perfect Father. You are our Heavenly Father. And we can, we can stand in that grace. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, Amen.